When you game with Alienware, you have the freedom to be anyone, whether it's a smooth-sounding narrator or the galaxy's most feared warrior, and the freedom to go anywhere in nearly an instant. So no matter who you choose to be or where you choose to go, Alienware empowers you to defy boundaries and find freedom. Elevate your gameplay with the new Alienware X-Series laptops with 11th-gen Intel Core processors. Defy boundaries and start gaming now at Alienware.com. Are you ready? Let's make some noise, come on! Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the latest edition of the Broad Street Line. I am Roy Burn alongside me, as always, my tag team partner, number six on Allen Iverson's killer list, one Chris Domingo. Mr. Domingo, how are you doing? How are you doing during the pandemic? As always, air quote Saturday morning, sir. Roy, I'm good. Man, we need. You're on mute again. You hit the mute button. We got to run that oh. back. There you go. Oh. Oh. <laughs> Sorry for like I don't know, like like I don't know, just robbing like the intro. But can we talk about this Allen Iverson Sixers organization thing? I know, like, I know, I know, I know what side you're on on this, and I'm on the other side now. But oh, go ahead, oh, let's talk. No, 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 let's talk about this. Let's talk about this. Come go ahead. on, man. Go, go, like, look, I, we have this. All right, let's let's let me set this up first. Let me set this up first. So, in a recent interview with uh, Taylor Rooks of Bleach Report, um, Allen Iverson, former Sixers Sixer legend, you know NBA legend, expressed um, the a desire to be a part of the Sixers organization. Now what? you. Now you okay? We'll get there. You and I have had conversations about this before, and we are both in lockstep agreement that this dude should not, in any way, shape, or form, be a coach. Like he's not a member of the coaching staff. He's not. I mean, he's not head of coaching, head coach, but he's not a member of the coaching staff. He's not going to be a guy who's going to be in the building eighty-two games a year plus practice plus all that good stuff. We agree on that. Like I, I, I know where you're going with this, and I'm going to cut you off before you start. However, you could bring this man in as a every now and then consultant. You know how like Mike Schmidt shows up. At, I mean, he works no, kind of for no, the TV stuff. No, but, but every now and then consultant means mm-hmm. that's the baseline. So that yes. means AI will not be there for the baseline. So every now and then is going to be every every now and then. <laughs> a periodic consultant. Every few weeks he shows up. He goes to a practice. He talks to these dudes. He does whatever, you know. I'm not saying, like, he's a skills coach. I'm not saying he's a, a full-time coach. He's not So what you're saying is video. attendance is not mandatory. No, I'm saying – like <laughs> I'm saying is book this dude to show up maybe three, two or three times a month. And that's no, it. no, 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 per appearance. Like, I don't know. Like, this is, a, this is very Ben Simmons-esque. He needs okay. to show up to get paid. Because yeah, no, 100%, 100%. Like, and, and I love Alan. He's my favorite athlete. Hell, I like Alan Iverson more than I like some human beings, like yes. my friends. Mm-hmm. But come on, dude. Like I like I know like the interwebs are like impossible to like I don't know like be like impartial to like certain people like Alan Iverson, which is under which I get. Yeah. However, and uh, you can't be doing like like you're living a life already. You're selling weed. You're selling weed with like mm-hmm. I don't know like I, I forget who that oh Al Harrington, Al Harrington. like yeah. like like does Allen Iverson need to do this like I don't know no, like, no 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 he doesn't need to do it he wants no, to do no, it no but obviously like he feels a void he wants to be part of like the organization however mm-hmm. I just want you to be I just want you to own it ball I, I just want you to own it fam you have not been the beacon of <laughs> attending stuff. <laughs> Like like, like, like there have been things where you have gotten there 67 minutes late, maybe 80. Like, I like, and and, and it's not like, like people have made jokes about this for 20 years. Like, I don't know. Like time is not on his side. He doesn't probably own an Apple watch. He's probably like, like he probably owns a bunch of watches. He owns a bunch of watches. (laughs) No, and I get no, no, I no. Like, if if we can have the meeting of the minds and Mm -hmm. say AI, Daryl Morey, who whoever, you know that you don't like to be on time or 
or even attend. Like, I don't know. Like, I don't know. You have not shown up at your own camps. Like, and again, again, to your point, the last time this man was a part of any sort of coaching staff, I don't know if you remember, he was the quote unquote head coach of one of those teams in the big three. And he blew off one weekend to go gamble in a casino in Detroit. <laughs> so again, he doesn't have, like you said, the best track record of showing up on time or at all for certain <laughs> things. So that's why, again, we, neither one of us, neither one, not you, not me, no one on this, no one on this radio show is advocating for Allen Iverson to be a part of the coaching staff. However, you know how in baseball, how they have those roving hitting instructors that go like to different minor league teams and kind of like they show up for a day and they'll give somebody some tips and then they'll go, they'll leave for a few weeks and come back. That's all I'm asking for. Give him that. Give him that. And if he can't do that, then it's like, what are you going to do? <laughs> no, no, like, no, no, no. Like, no, like, I, no. You, you know what you can do? You could be a dog mentor. M- show people how to display dogs. Like, I don't, right. like, I don't know, like, that's not something you need to be there every week, mm-hmm. hell, every day, like, every month. Like, I don't yeah. know, like, once a month. say if they're once on, like, a, a seven-game winning streak, you come there, you hype your little dudes up. If mm-hmm. they're on a three-game losing streak, or, if, like, but you have to show up for the, those periodic things. Like, I, yes. like, no, and, and we're not super betting men, but if I was, I would say the odds of AI completing this are plus 800 well i'd say the odds of them offering it to ai are plus 5000 um and then i think we i think we will go from there but yeah like now, I don't think do you the, think it's just yeah. they just want to separate themselves like do they just not want to get in the whole i don't know just noise that's around that that just surrounds Alan like i i mean like he probably own it like there's always something I don't think there's any more. I mean, like there really hasn't been that much noise with Allen Iverson before. I think they just don't want to pay a. I hate to say it. I don't think they just want to pay a guy who has a history of being unreliable. I mean, I get it. Like <laughs> I understand. Done, they already gave 177 million dollars to a guy like that. So yeah, like, yeah. yeah let's like, not like I don't know. Like let's not like bury the Sixers for this. Like no, I don't no, know. No. Like like would it be cool? Yeah, but this is not something I'm gonna waste characters on. I like I tweet about every damn thing sports related. I am not because I don't want to like I don't know, get called racist or something. Like I don't, like this is like this is just look at the track like the big three thing, man. Like I don't know, like I don't know that you just hanging with your dudes and you just decided to hang out with a different group of dudes at your favorite spot. Yeah, not again, like, and, and just for the record, for those of you who do not know us, we are probably the biggest Allen Iverson defenders um, in the in the Delaware Valley. But we understand as much as any Sixers fan knows the history that comes with Allen Iverson of him just not showing up to stuff. And as much as we love, I, look, I would love to see Allen Iverson, you know, and Doc Rivers huddled up talking about what they're going to do with Tyrese Maxey this year. You know, every day. I got love no, to see it. Yeah, That's no, not it realistic. would be great if he was a if he was the new world be free. But yeah, you know like, what world be free did? He attended a ton of stuff. He, he would go up. to like gyms. He would go to like I don't know like like park cleaning events everywhere. I I would bet my left pinky that AI <laughs> would would just go a wall after the third event. That was that was my that was my thing when I when I first heard the news I was like you know what if you could like ideally he would be world be free the community ambassador like you said who goes to you know park cleanings and he goes to the the Sixers camps and all that stuff ideally he would be that well that's like probably like forty or fifty events a year it's a lot of stuff no one not Josh Harris not Daryl Morey not Doc Rivers not you and me expects that dude to show up for all these events. So that being said, again, we are Allen Iverson defenders. But, but you we know, know what? it's real. We still yeah. love him unconditionally. Like unconditionally. I don't know. Like I no, but I will keep it real. It's like no, like I, I mean, like he, like he's just bored. Like I don't know. It's a phase. He'll find something else to do. Um, I don't know if it's like a bored thing. I mean, I think you like. I think again, like you said, he knows basketball. He likes basketball. Like guys always want to be like, I won't say always, but you know, a lot of former basketball players want to be involved in a game in a certain, certain ways. And a guy of his stature, because again, he's an NBA, you know, 50 best players, 75 best players, however you want to rank them. He's an NBA all-time legend. And most of those guys who are all-time legends, they're involved with the game of basketball in some capacity. Like most of those dudes are some on some level 
either part of an organization or coaching somewhere or, or whatever. And he's one of the few who aren't. But again, we understand why. And that's yeah, all no, we're saying. Like, no, that's like, all we're saying. Like, like, for better or worse, his his past and hell, his current past. This isn't like I don't know, like like he's paying for the sins of like twenty years ago. He's paying for the sins of like two and a half years ago. Yeah. So so yeah. So again, we get it. We love you, AI. Again, we hope that they find a role for you that works for you as far as your schedule and it works for them <laughs> as far as what they expect. Um, no, I don't know. I saw that. And I like, I know he's just trying to get some love and I know like he wants to hear it back, but bro, come on, man. Like I know, yeah. but when I think someone like, like, I know like this, this actually landed, like this set up like a different question is like, what ex athlete would you want to be a, to be to have AI's role, to what AI wants, mm-hmm. what would you, what player would you want for for a team? Not even for every team, because I can't think of, because my brain doesn't work like that. Like if you could pick one person from the past and put and insert him in the in that organization, who would it be? For for every local team? No, just yeah, yeah. Like you're you're number one. Uh, for I mean, all right, for the Phillies, I'll probably. I mean, Phillies are probably say like Jimmy Rollins. But uh, no, but he's actually there already. Like he's at, like he But what does like, he do? Like I've, yeah, I've seen him around. What does he do? He's like the perfect example of a dude who a dude from the past who brings juice. Like yeah. I don't know, like I don't watch much baseball at this point, but when I do, I'd like to have Jimmy Rollins on the broadcast because him yeah. and Croc are great. Like 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 I think he's like he's a periodic broadcaster. Like but but when Jimmy has that period, when that period that he needs to be there he attends yeah right right yeah so yeah so jimmy probably be my guy for the eagles i mean i don't want to go like the easy route so i'm trying to almost like brian dawkins because everybody would say brian dawkins um there's got to be another guy i can't think of one who would want to show up all the time i'm not sure about the eagles um there's not a lot of i mean i mean brian westbrook but again he's got a job i mean i'm not sure about the eagles um yeah, the Flyers. I mean, who? I don't know. <laughs> yeah, no. Yeah, uh, who the heck knows about the Flyers? Next team. <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> and with the Sixers, again, they they've been down bad for a minute. Um, I mean, obviously, I mean, Charles's other stuff. He's got better stuff to do. It's not AI. I don't know who else it would be. Yeah, who else would it be if it's not Allen Iverson? I mean, I'm not. Even, I'm not even sure. I mean, Aaron McKee has a job, but he doesn't even bring juice. He's Aaron McKee. I mean, I like him, but I mean. It's weird because like they don't. There's not a lot of those guys like in yeah, recent, no, in recent think, history. And it's not like the Sixers and AI have this fractured relationship. But like, no. I think it was Orlovsky said. You know what would be like? What should make this happen? Calvin Johnson mending fences with lines because they screwed him out of like a million dollars. Like, no, they, years yeah, ago. but say they owe him money. So yeah, no, no, yeah. pay Calvin Johnson the damn money and have him have him be their ai because the concept of what the ai what, yeah ai wants to be is a great idea tell them to show up at a couple games get those lions fans riled up because they ain't got anything else to get riled up about and like i don't know maybe it leads to a win yeah but alan already shows up to games he wants more than that though he already <laughs> shows up he does the he does the, the bell ring thing every like, couple months he needs more than that give alan Iverson more responsibilities <laughs> And I want that dude with his own parking spot in Camden. But again, it's only a parking spot that he's only going to fill like five or six times a year. You know what, man? Can someone like link up with him and say, AI, I want to produce your podcast? Because that really is the That's next the money. Step. That's, That's the, the step. money. Because that is that is that up and smoke podcast, but being really good. Yeah. Like, and, I don't and, know. Like, like, yeah. because like, I don't care. Like, I, like, 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 I don't know. Matt Barnes is fine. But if, if you get AI. With his Al Harrington juice, and you just bring in people like every people because he he cool with everybody. With everybody. Like, I, I mean, he does those gambling commercials for Christ's sake. Like, uh, say you say, yo, yo, bring in the weed and bring in Jada and talk about that commercial. If, if, if just don't, don't don't even put a time limit on it. Just talk about it for five hours. I'll listen yeah. to every damn minute of that. Yeah, no, that's the money. I understand. But, uh, uh, but anybody, a, yeah. But there's a time period in that. Would do you? Can you expect AI? No, can you can you have a periodic podcast? <laughs> you, well, you got to like like here's the thing because Alan Iverson and Al Harrington are doing that press run for that that new the weed come to Viola or whatever. Alan Iverson and Al, Al Harrington they've been like everywhere like the last couple months like they've been on like a lot of people's stuff. Yeah. So Al Harrington has the formula. 
He's figured out the secret. Yeah. Deval Harrington like, needs to be that dude who brings ARI around to places and keeps them occupied for a couple of hours. Then <laughs> pay that man too. Sorry, so, sorry for going this. No, like no, but like that would be the next level podcast. That yeah. would get like that would be number one immediately because, like, I don't know. Like he don't know how to operate speaker. I don't expect him to. No, no, no. Like, no, like no. he doesn't know what space is. is. No, no. Like no, no. he just needs to just just Sit get down. him to the building and just. Right. I don't even know if you want him to put on a head pair of headphones. Just give him a mic and just tell him let him cook. Yeah, let AI cook. Let here's AI a mic. Cook. Yeah, here's a mic. Let that man cook again. Like I think you would probably have to like, tape everything within a span of like a like two or three weeks. You have, to, you have to do like a whole season's worth of podcast within a span of two or three weeks. But I think you, I think you could do it. I really think you can make that happen. Um, but you know, given given the uh, the recent story with the um, NBA players or former NBA players uh, defrauding um, the the whole health thing, I think there might be a hole in the podcast game because Darius Miles is on that list, and Darius Miles is one of the uh, more popular NBA broadcasts. But we're not talking a lot of NBA today. We will talk Ben Simmons. We'll talk a lot about the local football Boy! team. Why? The I one and three Eagles. <clears throat> no, we got to. They have an 18, 18 week season, my friend. We got to talk about them every week except for the bye week. Um, we got to talk some Eagles, of course. One and three after the loss to the Kansas City Chiefs. We have to talk about my favorite sports story of the year, uh, which occurred at Urban Meyer's pint house. Um, the fact that Urban Meyer got caught up at his own pint house is pretty amazing to me. We'll discuss well, I, that. I had no idea Urban Meyer had a pint house before this. Well. Well, he did. He does, and apparently, the people who go to that pine house were just waiting for him to slip up because um, <laughs> they caught because, that man on video. Because, because the term "faded" is just <laughs> absolute. Like, like, it, just put "faded" in like Wikipedia and just put Urban Meyer's face at his pine house because my man was was like doing fire. Like he just looked lit up. Like, yeah, yeah, like, yeah. He looked like me after like hour nine of day drinking. Yeah, per per reports, he was five margaritas deep um, <laughs> at the time at the time of those photos and videos were were taken. So we'll talk about some we'll talk some Urban Meyer Pine House. Of course, we'll talk the latest one that Ben Simmons, who again feels feels disrespected and unappreciated um, by the local basketball team. And if Under we ask pressure. Him, too yes. much too much pressure, too, too much, much pressure, pressure for him. a number one he draft should, pick. He should have not mm-hmm. been on a on a winning team. That just shows you. Do you think that like every number one pick would kill to be on? on a playoff team but no yeah. not Ben I, Simmons he wants to be on a losing team yeah because yeah, it because it changes expe- expectations so we'll discuss that and if we have some time we'll get into the WWE draft and the fallout from said draft Raw and Smackdown have a totally different look or we'll have it we'll have a totally different look in a couple of weeks so a lot of stuff to get to again on this edition of the Broad Street Line as we like to say here the future Sports Talk Radio has finally arrived any shout outs sir no Shout outs to you guys for listening here, whether it's on 106.5 FM, WPPM, LP, Philadelphia, or wherever you get your podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher Radio, TuneIn Radio, Spotify, Spreaker, uh, YouTube Music. Uh, Just do a search for the Broad Street Line, download us to your phone, your computer, your iPad, your MP3-enabled device, listen at home, or take us with you on the go. We are a very, very accessible show. Also, while you're doing all that, please do us a solid. And follow us on the Twitter machine. He is at SKD215. I am at the BS line. Ladies and gentlemen, we got 9:30 a.m. football this weekend. This you Sunday. have a you have 9:30 a.m. I, I have 9:30 a.m. football this weekend. Will you actually get up for this game? I'm gonna be awake. So okay. All right. <laughs> but it's not like it, say you get up around 9:30. Yeah. Will you like? I don't know. Like, are you making it a point? Like, I don't know. It, like, like if you have errands to do, are you mm-hmm. working them around the nine thirty game? Uh, that's a very good question. That's a very good question. Probably not, because again, okay. So that I mean, so yeah. that is your that you're not a complete and utter degenerate because no, no, that no, no, would no. be like like I I understand if if you're a Jets or a Falcons fan, right? You want to like I don't know like like get the boys out. And like I don't know, like get some kegs and eggs, knock yourself out. But if you're a Chargers fan and you like want to watch this game for any purpose, betting, fantasy, you're sick. Like, and yeah. you should get help. 
Yeah, don't do that to yourself. Again, if you don't have skin in the game, if you don't have you know betting and our fantasy impl- implications, you know, don't schedule your life around uh, Falcons Jets, especially a shorthanded Falcons team. Uh, don't do that to yourself. Um, I don't. Know, I didn't know we hated London so much, but apparently we do. Um, this could be NFL. the worst London game. And I don't know. The, the Jaguars are there every year, man, and they stink. Um, so I don't know if this is the worst one, but it's, I mean, it's right up there. It's, it's, it's going to be really bad on, on Sunday. But yeah, we have Falcons and Jets, I believe, 930 Eastern, uh, which makes that 630 uh, West Coast time for all you West Coasters out there. Um, just catch the score when you wake up. I mean, don't, so, don't do that to yourself. No, so, it, it, so if you have a bachelor party that weekend in Vegas, are yes. you, like, getting the woes? Are you, Ooh, like, telling them, are, are right. you telling them, yo, we go in the Waffle House next. Mm. No, we go in the Waffle House, and then we go into, like, the book. You know what? I'm not even mad at that. That's the thing. You know, <laughs> yeah, if you're doing that, yeah, you go to, yeah, you go to, like, Cal, like, the night before. <laughs> you go to Waffle House, or you go to, like, uh, Pepper Mill, the Pepper Mill Diner, or you go to, like, one of those, like, all late night places, and then you post up at the book at 530. I'm not mad at that. I am not mad at that. I'm not, that. you know what? That's the only reason you should do that. <laughs> That's the only reason you should do that if you're on the West Coast. That's it. Otherwise, stay, just go to sleep. Yeah, sleep. no, like, no, like, because, like, because a lot of people, when they go to Vegas, th- like, they try to, like, they just try to, like, rage through. They just try to push through. They, yeah. like, they're trying to go to, like, they're trying to create, like, I don't know, they're trying to go to bed when the sun rises. Right. So, like, I don't know. This is a good reason. So then maybe you pass out during halftime. Yeah, yeah, you know, I'm not mad at that. That's a, yeah, you know, yeah, that's a, that's a good thing. I mean, again, just plan your naps accordingly the day before, and then see if you can kind of power through from, from, from after, you know, after you see, after you see a- Aoki um, at the MGM Grand, see if you can power through for another 12 hours, so you can watch Cordaro Patterson go, go crazy against the Jets. Um, so yeah, so I'll be tweeting about that nine, uh, on Sunday. I'm sure you'll be running errands until the one o'clock game. Um, with our local football team, which we'll we'll talk about in a second. But again, he is at SKD215. I am at the BS line on Twitter. We will be talking about the local football team that is now one and three after their 42 to 30 loss against the Kansas City Chiefs. Again, we're not going to go too far into detail in the game. Um, I will say this for those of you who saw the score and wanted to blame a certain individual, I want you to know it's not Darius Slay's fault. Darius Slay had nothing to do with the 42 points that they gave up against the Chiefs. With the 41 points that he gave up against the Cowboys because Darius Slay says he's only given up two 100-yard games in his life. So that Darius really Slay gave me that gave problem. me what Trey shoot PTSD. I I'm, I'm sure Darius Slay's a nice dude. Sure. He, he he serves zero purpose on this team right now. Like I I, I mean like if like and at some point, Roy, when mm-hmm. do you start thinking? Well, because you can't for some of them because you extend them son because because you extended some of them for god's sake yeah this is another problem with <laughs> there's so many problems like it's funny how week one we're like oh man like i don't know giants suck wft sucks the cowboys like lost like maybe we got a chance three weeks later we ain't got a chance no no it's, it's over it's done with and like you said like it's kind of gonna be hard for eagles to kind of dig themselves out of this roster hole because a lot of these guys are you know, due to the cap, they're kind of kind of locked into this team for another year. But Darius Lay, not the problem with your team that that gave up 42 points to the Chiefs. Can the Chiefs six for six in the red zone, uh, six for seven on drives? Uh, and by by six for seven, I mean they scored touchdowns. On the six Eagles were seven not drives. six for six um, in the red. No zone. punts in the game. No one punted in the game. Again, so that's a kudos to the Chiefs and anti kudos to the Eagles who settle for field goals at times and then turn the ball over at times. And did stupid things at times, um, including multiple penalties by um, the former number one, well, former number one draft pick Andre Dillard, one that negated a touchdown. We were on here last week, at least I was on here last week. I'm like, you know what, Andre Dillard didn't have a bad game. You know, first game he had to play this year, had a decent game, didn't play that well. He had the complete opposite game on Sunday. Like he looked horrible on Sunday. Like from from the guy you saw a week ago to the guy you saw on Sunday, it was a complete one eight. I'm not even – I mean, you don't have any options if Jordan Malata can't play, but what happened when Andre – like, is he is he just not good? Like, what is it? No, no, I just think he's – he's uneven. Like, I, mm-hmm. and I think that – because I think protection-wise, they were fine. Yeah. Unfortunately, there's a other aspect of just being in sync. And that is something that is – if you ask me what the number one problem – like, the most worrisome – I don't say worrisome. We all like what's worry. Like, is it worrisome if you expected it to happen? 
Like I like, did I expect this team to be the like the most undisciplined team in the NFL? No. no. But did I expect them to be incompetent? Yes. But I like I mean, <laughs> but the level of incompetency is, is frustrating. But that that for me is my goal for the season was to be let the coach be competent and just have everyone say the reason why this team is not good is because of the talent. Mm-hmm. Unfortunately, the coaching has masked that, and now everyone's just screaming about how much the coach sucks, which which I think he might be. <laughs> like I don't like no, I think he might be. He's definitely the reason why the offense is not is not maximizing its opportunities in the end zone or or in the red zone. Abs what 90 percent hurts leaving some meat on the bone is a problem too. Mm-hmm. But the coach, like I. I he came from a run-heavy offense for crying out loud. Like, I don't know, like, just run, like, and Brandon Staley kind of just, like, I don't know, just had an epiphany, no, should have an epiphany for all coaches saying, you need to run the ball to establish physicality. You have to. Like, I don't I don't understand why it's so hard to understand. However, so, like, yeah. like I, I know that people want to scream at Jonathan Gannon for, like, I don't know, like, his scheme. And, like, I don't know, there's probably a – a decent amount of fault with him. This roster, the defensive talent is terrible. Like, I don't know what, like, I don't know what you want him to do with Eric Wilson. I don't know what you want him to do with Jannard Avery, who's not a linebacker. Like, I don't, this is, for the, the issues on defense for me is 80, 85% talent, 50% coaching. All right, so let's talk about the coaching staff for a second. Let's go back to the other side of the ball. We talked about Nick Sirianni, and you're just trying to figure out, you know, whether or not this team is good or not. Um, but it's kind of being masked by the by the coach himself. Again, Nick Sirianni. You know, when you see the 44 penalties in, in four games, uh, which is 10 more than any other team in the NFL. Again, that's a coaching. And issue. it's the same penalties. It's the same penalties. It's no, like that's the, the frustrating thing. How many illegal men downfield have there been? Right. So right. obviously, there is a disconnect between Jalen Hurts, the offensive line, and the coaching. Mm-hmm. So you have those, you know, the illegal men down the field. You had that Jay Jaw pick play. Again, Jay Jaw should know how to run picks because, again, you're not running yeah, routes. No, and no, and, <laughs> but that's the difference between week one, it worked because right. Zach Hurts knew how to, like, avoid the guy. Of course, you got Jay Jaw, like, pit sticking people when he's trying to, like, set a screen. <laughs> like, no, right. like that, like, it's execution. Like, I don't know, like, that's not, you're not trying to run West Coast offense. You're just telling the guy, JJ. Act like you're blocking, but not block. Like right. I don't know, just yeah. But, run, run, run a route, and just kind of run into the guy. <laughs> like it's not like again, like we every all 32 teams do this. Every team has like multiple, several plays that do this. This this legal slash illegal pick play where a wide receiver just kind of runs and kind of makes himself a nuisance to the other D back. Everyone does it. Jay Charles probably does it in practice every single week. He was just super blatant with it on, on this one. And again, I, I mean. I mean, he's been in the league long enough, so you probably should know better. But again, that's on the coaching staff because you got to clean that stuff up during the week. Because yep. I know you practice that during the week, and if you got to practice that during the week, and he's still doing doing them on Sundays, that's on you. So Sirianni again, not being able to kind of get his team to execute in the red zone is a problem. And again, Nick Sirianni with that crazy, you know, fourth and three, call the timeout because you don't want to, uh, because you want to go for it on fourth and three, and then you come out of the timeout and kick a twenty-eight yard field goal. That's the dumbest, like. I mean, not the, not the dumbest thing. It was one of the most. If you're going to call a timeout so you don't move back, go for it. Like it's fine. Like if you like you like if you don't want to if you want to burn like don't burn the timeout for no reason. If you just take the five yards and, and want to kick a field goal anyway, it's a 33 yard field goal. Like it's okay. Like it's like I don't just it's these it's these stupid. First of all, you probably should win for it anyway. But there's these stupid little things that. Should I expect more from a? I mean, should I be expecting more from a, a co-head, head coach four games in? I think so. I mean, yes, I think I should yes, expect. No, no, yeah. you should not expect forty-four penalties. And right, and there is just like, and I think a topic that hasn't really been talked about or not talked about enough. I think is you supposedly have a number one running back, mm-hmm. and you don't know how to use them. <laughs> Nine like, carries and, in two games. Yeah, like that's like. I don't care if he's a good RPO running back. Figure out how to use him. Like, like you don't need like. You're telling me that you need a specific running back to run RPOs. 
again, nine carries in two games from Miles Sanders, seven carries for 13 yards um, against the Chiefs. Again, for most of this game, I mean, it got out of hand later, but for a decent part of the game, again, you could you could run the ball. Like it wasn't a, you weren't down like three scores, you know, right off the rip. Like you could run the football. Um, but again, for whatever reason, excuse me, Miles Sanders not part of the game plan. Kenny Kenneth Gainwell was a decent part of the game plan. Six six uh, receptions for 56 yards. So was Devontae Smith, seven catches for 122 yards. You have dynamic players. I think you have multiple dynamic players. I wouldn't on this use team. the term dynamic <laughs> Di- for for Miles Sanders. He's hasn't been dynamic enough. Well, I'm saying, but like, he, he has the ability, possibility ability to, to be, be dynamic. Right. No, like yeah. I, I think that is, that's just the crux of all this. Like I don't know what, the current state of the Eagles is. There is no dynamite on this. There is very little dynamite. No, but there's, there's no dynamite. On, there, there's no dynamite on defense. Like zero dynamite. So, so yeah, there's no AEW dynamite on that defense. Well, that especially with that uh, that one defensive tackle in particular, Fletcher Cox. So it's five tackles. Um, in four games, and he's getting paid a lot of money. Um, he is. He says that it's because he's kind of getting moved around in the multiple positions um, on the defensive line. I don't care if you're at end. I don't care if you're a D tackle. I don't care if they stand you up. I don't care if you got your foot in the gr- foot in the dirt, hand in the dirt. You got to get more than a tackle a game, my guy. <laughs> like, I don't, like, don't give me this. Don't See, me I'm this. surprised that it took. Like it took him being completely terrible for this time because I've been saying it for like he is not. Like for what they're paying him, and sorry, like I ha- you have to factor that in. He's making twenty, he's making like I don't know, like ten percent of your cap for crying out loud. Yeah, like I don't matters. know, you need, you need impact, and he hasn't given you impact. Like, he, like he has. When when's the last time he's been the best defensive player on the team? Twenty nineteen. I must say, probably twenty nineteen. Yeah, no, it's been a while. Um, and, and again, of course, speaking of defense, you mentioned Jonathan Gannon before. You know, what are you supposed to do with you know Anthony Harris? What are you supposed to do with Eric Wilson? Jonathan Gannon's a guy who doesn't believe in the, a dime package, uh, at least with these guys. And he says he doesn't have a scheme. I can't imagine in today's NFL, right? Like, I know you don't have the most, you know, talented crew of cornerbacks, but you don't have the most talented crew of linebackers either. So when a team lines up with four wide receivers, like you don't have a defensive scheme to kind of match that. Like you don't play a dime defense and have four cornerbacks out there when you have four wide receivers. This is 2021. Like, what are we doing? Teams go three wide like 80% of the time. Like, there's going to be a lot of guys out there who can catch the ball. You kind of need guys who can cover them, right? Like, again, am, am I going crazy on this? Like, this is why everyone looked at all these hirings with with a high amount of skepticism. Like, I, I mean, like, I don't want to say they're in over their head, but, like, I don't know. Like, it feels like, I don't know, on the field and then off the field, they're just – completely just botching everything they look like clowns like in terms of like i don't know like these interviews do does it get better like i don't like obviously like you would hope that like i don't know these pet like if there was one thing that you would want this team or coaching staff to improve on in the next three weeks what's your number one priority um this team well I, you know, I mean, I hate to be the basic guy. You got to stop shooting yourself in the foot with these penalties, man. Like, these penalties kill you. Like, they are killing you. Like, you had multiple <laughs> plays called back on, on Sunday because you're shooting yourself in the foot. So, if you cut these penalties down, that, that shows me that, again, these dudes are listening to you. Like, again, like because, again, the bad penalties are always a sign of – I mean, penalties are always a sign of a bad coaching staff. So, if you cut these penalties down, say, like, all right, maybe you guys know what you're talking about. You still stink in the red zone. All right, well, maybe that's because you, you can't call plays. Like you'll figure that out. But I mean, you gotta you gotta cut these penalties down. Like again, you can't have Andre Diller blocking downfield three times in a game. Like that's ridiculous. Yeah. No, but also we gotta hold the quarter because it, it can't be the offensive yeah. line fault. Like I don't 100%. know. There needs like that offensive line and Jalen Hurts <laughs> needs to go to the bro barn or whatever the hell it's called. Yeah. And, and like I don't know, like work this out. Like, and I don't need to hear any more sayings about rent. Uh flushing i don't know like i don't know just Win just games. say you're gonna get better <laughs> like i don't know just just say you're gonna get better literally don't don't give me a, a, an analogy i need to say we're gonna get better we're gonna go into the training room 3a and we're just like no like i don't know like this is why we got all hyped up fans as a collective with like i don't know all the instagram stuff like all this mm-hmm. like I, I mean 
there's just not a lot of substance with the Philadelphia Eagles. Like, I don't know, like, like Devontae Smith's a legit player. How many, how many guys can you say this about on the Eagles? Maybe half dozen. I mean, again, there's not a lot. Um, I mean, again, you know, Devontae Smith's a player. Um, Javon Hargrave's playing out of his mind this year. Um, you know, I mean, nothing for nothing. I mean, we 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 bag on Darius Slay and Steven Nelson. I mean, for the for the most part, I mean Sunday's a little bit of an aberration, but for the most part, they've been fine this year. Um, I mean, there's some decent players on 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 this roster. The kind of game was actually pretty good. Um, but again, like there's like you said, there's more talk about Jalen Hurts' sayings and Nick Sirianni's t-shirts, and then like you know, when they go out on Sunday and they or every Sunday and they have 80 yards worth of penalties. So it's like, well, wait, yeah, no, right. like <laughs> that doesn't mean anything. Like, I, 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 no, like the pandering doesn't matter if there doesn't come, like, I don't know, like some, some, some substance after it. And Gotta win. that, yeah. And that's where, like, I don't know, just stop with the talking and stop with the posting and just don't commit penalties. I don't know. Like, like that's where my expectations are this week. And I don't know, like, can they beat the Panthers if they just um, improve on that? I don't know. But I can't even measure this season by wins and losses anymore. I just need to see improvement. So, again, Sunday is the first day that we can see that improvement. Eagles three-and-a-half road dogs in Carolina against uh, the white Mike Vick himself, Sam Darnold, and the Carolina Panthers. Uh, Christian McCaffrey trending towards playing um, after being injured. Um, Of course, the Eagles have given up 83 points and 851 yards over the last two weeks. Um, Lane Johnson, TBD, still dealing, dealing with a personal matter. Um, I would imagine he doesn't play, but again, as we're recording this, he probably, you know, he's trending towards not playing, but we'll see what that. I don't have a good read on this game. I think the Carolina Panthers win the game. I don't think they're all that great. Um, the Cowboys put some points on them, so you can score on this team. Um, I just don't have a read. Again, the Eagles are so uneven. I don't have a read on, on this game yet. They can't stop the run. They're t- like, I can't remember a worse uh, Eagles run defense in in years they're trash they can't stop the run and with if McCaffrey plays and they got Hubbard and Sam Darnold <laughs> and I think that yeah. the Panthers have enough have more like what when, when games like this happens it's like what team has the guys that will make plays the Panthers have McCaffrey they got DJ Moore they got Robbie Anderson they got Burns um right. win. <laughs> like I don't know how like I don't but I don't like, and I can't call Jalen Hurts a playmaker. I like, I I need to see him make like he's making. He's making plays, but he's not making plays. He's not a right, playmaker. Right, right. Like he's right. doing, like he's still. I feel in like remedial quarterbacking, but you need to graduate at it. Like, you know how like just some dudes like I don't know. Like I saw Zach Wilson. He sucked for the first month. Was absolutely atrocious. In that game, he showed fan. He showed people, yo, he's got an arm. He's right. got some, well, like he he just got some stuff. Can is it reasonable to ask to see that from Jalen Hurts more? Again, I think yeah, I think it's yes. A similar question last week. I think the answer is yes. I think you know we need to see every now and then we need to see some of that type of stuff. And again, yeah, we saw for, to make yeah. something out of nothing. Right. Again, we saw that in Atlanta. Um, we haven't really seen it since. I mean, he made a couple decent plays ish plays last week. Uh, actually, no, we saw, I mean, a little bit of it against San Fran, but we saw, we, we need to see more of it on a consistent basis out of Jalen Hurts. But again, like until he gets and he more also consistent- needs to get help from human beings, like players not named Devontae Smith. How's Jalen Rager? Yeah, where's, yeah, Jaylen, where's, yeah. Where's the tight ends? Like, no, Goddard had a good game, but yeah, I'll say the tight ends have been okay. Um, Jalen Rager, again, other than garbage time, he has not been okay. Um, and again, Quez Watkins, again, he's kind of, I, I guess they're still trying to figure out, yeah, trying to figure out where he fits in his offense. If I had to pick the game, I'm going to pick the Panthers and Panthers and I'll pick them by like a touchdown. Um, but again, this is, this is a game that the Eagles could win and I wouldn't be surprised if they did win. Um, and I'm sure Eagles nation is going to be traveling down pretty heavy down to Carolina for this game, but they're going to win Carolina win. Give me a, give me a score. Uh, 27, 20. Yeah, it sounds about that sounds about right. I think both teams will score some points. Because um, I don't down, know, down Roy, like I don't know what can the Eagles lean on. Like I don't know what's their be- like. It, obviously, the defense isn't good, but can the turnovers, but baby? It, <laughs> <laughs> but like it, no, like it's still like this. Like now, before now, we got more problems magnified with the same problems. Like you still, 
can't make a play on third down. Right. Like, I don't – like, like you can't – like, I don't know. Like, I know they got an interception. That's great. But, like, it can't – it shouldn't be, like, Happy New Year when you get a – but when you get a turnover. No, but it, but it is because <laughs> again, like this team, you know, rarely turns the ball over. We got two turnovers in two weeks. Um, it really is like Christmas um, in October all of a sudden. But again, we both think the Eagles will lose to the uh, Carolina Panthers this week. Down. Well, this in, team go one and six. Probably, yeah. Well, honestly, <laughs> probably, probably, I'll say probably. Um, they'll go one and five. I'll give you that. I'll, I will give you one and five. We can. We'll talk about game. We'll talk about one and six later. But they ain't, they're not. They're not winning. So I don't think they're one Sunday. They're not winning next Thursday. Um, Is so. there any any chance that this coach gets booted out at the end of the season? No, I don't think so. I don't, I don't think so. I don't, he's not like coaches who get booted out after one season are just incompetent. Or like or like another guy we're about to talk about. Um, like you got to be Ryan. utterly incompetent to, to to get knocked out after one year. Like, like you need to be like an embarrassment, like Bobby Petrino. Yeah, yeah, you gotta be. Yeah, you gotta be Bobby Petrino. You gotta be like Ray Hanley or something. But I think you got two years. You gotta be like incompetent, like super incompetent. And and, I'm, and Nick Sirianni is not that. So yeah, I don't think he, I don't think he's gonna get blown out after after this year. And I don't think he's gonna lose the team um, after that. But speaking of guys who might lose the team, let's just segue and talk about the man who has his own pint house in Columbus, Ohio, Urban Meyer, who's down bad, ladies and gentlemen. Shown on a video earlier earlier this week um, at his pint house with a girl dancing in his personal space. Um, <laughs> I don't know if you guys saw the video, um, but Urban Meyer. I think I watched um, the video like fifty times. I tried to watch. Yeah, I tried to kind of break it down and kind of see, you know, what what you know what all I could see. And there was a separate video that came out where Urban may or may not have been doing something with his hand. I don't <laughs> want to kind of get into details with that video. However. Urban Meyer did apologize to his team for quote unquote being a distraction, um, you know, in said video. Of course, this video came after he didn't go back to Jacksonville with the team after the Thursday night loss. He kind of hung out in Ohio, saw saw the woes, went out to dinner with the family, and then he went to his pine house next door and kind of you know, like as Chris said in the open, you know, it was kind of like three sheets to the wind after Margarita number five. Cause my man was faded. He was he Faded. was absolutely wasted away in Margaritaville. Faded. So my question to you is: First of all, I can't remember a coach, an NFL coach, get caught up like this. No. This is like Larry Eustachy level, like yeah. kind of stuff. No, but no, but this is Urban Meyer, and he, and I'm willing to say he is the most fraudulent sports person ever. Like, ever. I know, like, yeah, no, like. What makes him one of the most, I'll say one of the most, is he puts out this, like, holier-than-thou, like, I don't know, persona. Like, if you're just a jerk and a creep, just act like a jerk and a creep. Like, I don't know, like, like don't even, like, sell me on, like, I don't know, like, oh, I, I, I'm retiring to, like, spend some time with my family. No, you're not. No, you're not. And, like, I, like but anyone with, with a couple, like, I don't know, peas for a brain knew this, not this. But right, right, right. Not this. Like I don't know. We haven't seen this since Bobby Petrino, for God's sake. Like I don't no. know. This is this is Bobby Petrino level. But like you see it. Like I don't know the dude. Like I don't know. Lo- lost four games in what eight years? Guy lost four games in like a month. Like I don't in know. The dude looks like he's gonna lose it. And <laughs> can you blame him? Like I don't know. Like but this. But all of this is on the con. Like the owner of the Jaguars. Like this is them trying to put some juice in a dead franchise. They got mm-hmm. Trevor Lawrence. What else can you do to, like, I don't know, rile up a predominantly college fan base? You bring back one of the greatest Florida coaches ever. Like, like, like this is – this was doomed from the start. Like, I don't know. Is the dooming, like, I don't know, worse? Yes. But, I like, like this was – that. that's why I say, like, I don't think he lasts a year. I'm, I go back and forth whether or not he's going to finish this year out or not. I'm going to say yes. It's just going to be super messy. But again, this whole thing, like you said, has been messy from the start because they hired him. It was first, it was basically a sham because it's like they already told him like a month before he got the job, yo, if you want this job, you can have it. So they kind of spit in the face of the Rooney rule. Then when he got there, he hired a racist strength coach that he had to fire like two weeks later. Then he drafted Travis Etienne in the first round, even though you had James Robinson as a running back. You signed Tim Tebow as a tight end, 
and then you had to cut him because he sucked. He can't block nobody. And then you told reporters that, hey, man, if these dudes ain't take that vaccine, yeah, we're going to cut them. Like, it's fine. It's whatever. Like, yeah, we all know that how this works. You can't say it. No, you said no, it out loud anyway. No, but <laughs> this is why you can't turn off the college vibe. Right. He's still trying right. to run Jacksonville, like Ohio State or Florida. You can't. Doesn't work. It doesn't work. Like, I Those, don't know. These are grown. Yeah. These are grown ass men that are probably laughing at you, laughing at you. Those 120 dudes at Florida and Ohio State, like those dudes, have to have to abide by whatever you say. It doesn't matter. Or they're not going to be part of the team anymore. They're not going to have a scholarship anymore. So again, it is a dictatorship in college. You try to run an NFL like a dictatorship, and again, those dudes will laugh in your face because a lot of those dudes even make more than you, and they will just laugh yeah. in your face. So. Um, so you said it had the whole COVID thing, and then you had that Fugazi quarterback competition between Trevor Lawrence and Gardner Minshew, even though we all knew that it was Trevor Lawrence's job. And attached to all that, you start 0-4, and, and then you go to your pine house, and then you got your hands in places where you shouldn't have your hands. This whole thing is a mess. And, again, like, I can't imagine, and he talked to the team, and they apologized, whatever like that. I can't imagine those dudes on that team take this dude seriously no. <laughs> at this point. No, no, like, not that he – didn't have much control of that locker before he does he sure has a lot less now like does he like has he lost locker room i don't think so like i mean there's nothing one dub can like like if if they find a way to get a dub this week right that that alleviates a lot of problems a lot yeah 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 so uh, they won't (laughs) no they won't yeah they won't so yeah so if you're a jacks fan you're rooting for a dub you don't want to spot this to spiral out of control but again they're not playing for urban meyer anymore in that Jacksonville locker room. They're playing for themselves. Yeah, no, and, and that's why and, and and it's a shame because you have one of like would possibly want to be the best quarterbacks. Like if I'm Trevor Lawrence, I'm just counting down the days till till the end of my rookie contract. Like like this if he plays well the next couple of years, this is the guy who should be using his influence to get to another team. Not like somebody else. Yeah, so there's a guy you may have heard of him, ladies and gentlemen. Um, who's trying to use his stroke and use his influence to broker a deal to another team, um, a man by the name of Ben Simmons, who is just concerned, his camp is concerned about the quote-unquote accelerated timeline that the Sixers had him on compared to other number one picks. So I'm sure, as Trevor Lawrence knows, when you're a number one pick, you know, you go to a team and the team is really bad initially. And then, you know, so people have a little bit more leeway with you. But Ben Simmons... When he came to the Sixers, they already had it. They already, you know, they were kind of rebuilding and had a nice little core. And he had Joel Embiid. And oh, I mean, when Ben Simmons is ready to go, oh, the Sixers are a playoff team. Oh, they're a 51 team. Oh, they're one of the best teams in the East. Oh, they're expected to do things. And according to reports from Philly Voice, um, Ben Simmons um, said that the increasing scrutiny on, on his development left him mentally exhausted and unappreciated uh, with the team. With the Jesus Sixers. Christ. I have to remember that I'm on. <laughs> oh my god um oh additionally god. additionally and i'll turn this over to you in a second additionally um simmons team questioned the amount of the fines that are being levied by the sixers of course these fines are all outlined in the cba so if you read the cba you which apparently the he didn't read or yeah, or, know his, the fines or his are. representatives have so the way ben simmons contract works i believe he gets a, a quarter of his contract on july 1st another quarter um roughly around um october 1st opening day and he gets the rest during the year so the sixers are currently holding that October payment in escrow um, and deducting the fines from that money. But Team Simmons is like, hey, man, yeah, man I saw this 227000 get deducted for a game. What's up with that? And they're like, yeah, that's in the CBA. I don't know what to tell you. So they're a little bit upset by the, the amount of fines that are being levied, even though, again, it's all in the CBA. Um, is that why Ben Simmons is selling his Ritz-Carlton um, condo? Whom's to say, however, it feels guy, like... like what? <laughs> Does this guy refuse to be held accountable for anything? Listen, if you're mentally exhausted by the burdens that are put upon you by a team Free that was supposed, to, by team that was supposed to be bad, they were supposed to be bad and they're good. And since they're good, you got to be good too. It's five years. For five years. Yeah. We there's something I want to. There's something to, I want to put before the years in between <laughs> the five and the years. We we expect you to improve on certain things, on basically everything in five. Tell me any player in the NBA, still in the NBA, who was drafted five years ago, who hasn't improved on just about every aspect of their game. 
that's all I'm asking. Yeah, that's that seems like a reasonable ask. No, um, I, I I'm not sure if 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 all these leaks are trying to like garner sympathy, but like I'm I'm starting to ask: Is Clutch Enterprises a competent agency? <laughs> I think Clutch knows how to manage superstars. I think. Oh, they're... and and, and <laughs> this guy. No, no, and no, and that is the crux of this is the thesis statement. Like, I don't know, like, I don't know, like, should a guy who's, like, not a superstar, but he thinks he's a superstar with an agency that managed superstars, but he, but he's not as, like, no, he's trying to use the clutch playbook, but you can't, like, this is like using the West Coast offense, but you, but you were in Jacksonville, and you can't, like, oh my, no, like, this is, this is the crux of it. Ben Simmons thinks he's a superstar, acts like he's, no, like, I don't know, like, he is delusional, and this is insane, and I don't know how many more times I need to read another story, and I don't want to like cry, but I really want to cry and say, just get this rotten dude away <laughs> from me. Because look, like the the main clutch clients, LeBron James, Anthony Davis, you can play these type of games, or you can play this use this playbook with those dudes. If you use this playbook with Ben Simmons, it don't work. If you try to if you try to say, hey, Nerlens Noel, man, yo, man, we're gonna get you a bigger contract next year, just sign this one year deal for whatever. It don't work like that with Nerlens Noel. You can't manage all these dudes the same. And I think they've gassed Ben Simmons up to a point where he thinks he's one of those superstar guys, and it doesn't work because you, you know you saw the article. They said you know when was it three or four years you know from when you get drafted you'll be the face of the NBA. He probably believed that. He probably still believes that. He believes that the Sixers are holding him back. Um, no, no, again. and like we've like said this, like I don't know, hypothetically, but it's all true, or, or all it true. seems to be well, like yeah. there seems to be a a more than a morsel amount of truth to all this. Where Ben Simmons kind of just lives in his little world right. of just bootlickers and gaslighters, and just say, Ben, you're awesome, like, and like he it does just doesn't appear he just enjoys pressure, and I don't know how. Like, is he that talented where everything just came that easy to him? Or like, he no, it just seems like any le, any sort of decent amount of adversity is like, now nah, I'm good. Yeah, yeah. Let me ask you a question. And again, we've seen the stories about you know Ben Simmons' possible trades. Again, the the Pacers trade is out there again. Malcolm Brogdon, Karis Avert, the number one pick. Let me wait, ask you a wait, question. Wait, 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 wait. It, it's, it's a rumor. Multiple? It's a rumor. It's a rumor. It's a rumor. Oh my ben, god! Yeah, both, I would do both. that. I, I would both. do it for Karis straight up. I was going to ask you that. We'll, we'll talk. We'll have that discussion offline. We'll have the discuss, discussion offline. But let me ask you a question. What happens first? Ben Simmons gets traded. Kyrie Irving gets a vaccine shot. Oh, I thought you were going to say Kyrie Irving gets traded. Oh no, no. Well, oh, well, like we can. I guess we can like, throw that no, in there. I, too, too. No, no, no. My personal health would be if they actually made that trade because I don't know if I can watch basketball this year. The one for I one would... swap. The Simmons for Irving swap. Yeah, I would okay. I would crawl up in a ball and just like I don't know, like be like that arrested development, like I don't know, gift where like the dude's like in the shower naked crying. Like mm-hmm. I don't like that like because I don't know I don't know if I could go from a team with Ben Simmons to a team with Kyrie Irving. I don't like I don't like that's just another level of just anger and frustration that, that might make me boycott basketball. I don't think you have to worry about that. Like I'm I'm pretty confident that that's not going to happen. Um, I'm not saying Kyrie won't be traded. I don't think it'll be here. Um, but again, like I, I don't see the Sixers again, kind of pushing towards this to make any deal happen anytime soon. And I don't if see you had, any... oh, no, no, no. The answer to that is I think, I think Kyrie's contrarian. Like I don't know, like just trying to shock the system. Like he's just an, he's just a member of the undisputed era. He just likes to like I don't know, just 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 shock it for no apparent reason. I don't think there's any sort of logic to it. He just wants to like I don't know, like I don't know, like nail it like nail the foundation of stuff and like he'll he'll get the vaccine like i don't know whether it's durant like i don't know pushing him or somebody he'll get it but like he'll go kicking and screaming he's a loser like and like i don't know it it, it gives me a lot of reason to root for the dislike the nets no and that's why like maybe like and i as a basketball fan i want to like the nets i want to watch the nets but kyrie irving is just uh like he They've been hiding it for a long time, just with this whole like I don't know, like because whenever someone tried to like 
criticize Kyrie Irving. Like, oh, like I don't know, the dude just wants like I don't know some peace and quiet for his mental health. I'm like, no, I'm not playing that game. You can actually have you can actually be a professional and worry about your mental health. Both things aren't mutually exclusive. No, no, because you see Andrew Wiggins. Like I don't know, like obviously they're two different players, but like when you come down to losing money, and I don't care if Kyrie's fasting, he still likes making thirty million dollars a year. Those bills still need to get paid, all right? And I don't know how much money you're making off of Nike. I don't know how much residuals you're making off Uncle Drew. I don't know whatever other income you have coming in. You still got to pay that light bill. You still got to pay those car notes. You still got to pay all those bills. If you don't have that money coming in, you know, $15 million or 20 whatever Kyrie is set to, set to lose, it's a lot of money for anybody, especially for Kyrie Irving. Like you said, I think I think you'll Andrew Wiggins didn't bend a knee and say he did it because he had to or whatever. Or yeah, he, no, no. Like, you know. he'll say he'll continue his fight or something, like, completely yeah, yeah. obnoxious. And, yeah. like, I don't know. Like, we'll move on. And he'll get booed. And, like, no. Like, I know the cycle. He's not going to attend any post-game interviews because he doesn't want to get, like, ripped. He's going to rip fans for, like, I don't know, booing him, which he probably deserves. Like, no. Like, it, mm-hmm. it's the Kyrie cycle. And, like, I, I think like Howard Bryan might have said is it. like I don't know like someone in the NBA called him a contrarian without a cause and I I feel right. that like it he's just trying to like needle the system trying to like like because obviously like he likes it like I don't know he he's a troll he's yeah, a real no, life he, troll yeah. no he likes to push buttons and see get reactions and again like at some point like you know this team's not gonna if you can't have like you know like a week stretch where he can't show up for games yeah. and practices. You know, so it's just not a, a it's not a tenable situation. Uh, we have no, about, and that's oh, sorry, yeah. Roy, and, and that's the un- unfortunate thing about this, like the season and and the vaccine, because now you got dudes who I like, you got players who genuinely like were 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 rootable guys. Like I don't know, like I don't, and now they just say all this nonsense about vaccine, and it gives me pause. And I'm like, dude, shut up! Like yeah. I don't know, like I don't yeah. know, like just don't say any, like just. Just say no and move. Like, but of course they're trying to explain themselves, and they sound foolish. Right. Yeah. You got pre-med major um, and Bradley Beal yeah. saying that he doesn't want to take the vaccine. It's like, all right, well, all right, maybe you didn't take a whole lot of classes of Florida. Apparently, you didn't. You you didn't get past your core classes of Florida. Um, it seems with that. All right, we got two minutes left. Really quick. Um, WWE had their uh, annual draft this year. Um, a lot of big names kind of switch switching rosters. Um, couple couple rosters looking good. Couple rosters looking a little light. I don't know if you you probably don't have the list in front of you, but any anything stand out to you with these these roster changes in WWE? Raw has the better roster. <laughs> you think you think they have the better roster? Oh no, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Yeah, Raw they do. I'm sorry, I'm sorry. I was looking, I'm thinking SmackDown. Yeah, Raw. Yeah, the SmackDown roster, men's roster is trash. Who is? No, no offense. <laughs> no, who's the challenger to Roman on that roster? Drew, like, we'll obviously get a Drew McIntyre program because yeah, I because yeah. I can't imagine another guy on that. On, on that current roster, that other than Brock, like yeah, no, so yeah, obviously himself, yeah, they're planning on, I don't know, Roman going away or like I don't know at, at the because I don't know how you fill these feuds with these dudes unless I don't like unless you pull someone completely out of nowhere. Yeah, no, you're gonna be a, a lot. It's gonna be a lot. Of, it's gonna be very heavy on the the uh, the Drew McIntyre slash. No, no, you are. Go, they are Brock going Lesnar. to milk that program forever. Yeah. Yeah, because again, Sami Zayn, uh, Nakamura, uh, Jeff Hardy, Mustafa Ali, like that ain't enough to move the needle. If I was Fox, I'd be upset. But the Fox women, the SmackDown women's roster is pretty good, so I guess they're fine with that. I mean, it's, I mean, it's decent. It's not, it's not pretty good. It's pretty decent. Um, are, you against, yeah, like, are, are you against like a nostalgic guy? Like, say, like they decide, you know what? We're gonna give Jeff Hardy one more run, and they're gonna play that that. Because I I wasn't watching Jeff Hardy when like he was in his singles run. People love, I mean, L O V E love Jeff Hardy. I had no idea. Oh yeah, I got no problem with this nostalgia guy. Just do it right. I mean, again, okay. Jeff, Jeff Hardy can't take the belt off of Roman Reigns. That's that'd be dumb. But I mean, if you get the belt off Roman Reigns some way somehow, and then give it to Jeff Hardy for a couple of months, no, no, that's but would fine. you mind having a Jeff Hardy program with Roman care. Reigns? No, no, with Roman Reigns. Yeah. I mean, again, don't give him the belt. Okay. <laughs> no, but. Like, you wouldn't mind, like I don't know, like giving him, like I don't know, a big, no. like a program with Roman. No, that's fine. Again, like all these these old dudes, all these old dudes. I'm always up for the one last run. The style, yeah. AJ Styles and Jeff Hardy's, all those guys. Give them one last run, and then that's See, fine. See, this yeah. is why I don't know. Like, is there something wrong with AJ Styles where, like, you just like he's one of the few dudes I could imagine knocking Roman off. Current current roster right. guys, right? Being able to knock Roman off. I don't know. Like, he's awesome. 
Yeah, and I think they're probably saving saving that for probably his last last run because he's probably got a couple more years left um, in WWE. But again, if you haven't seen the rosters, go check out the rosters on WWE.com. It's very interesting to see kind of where everything uh, wound up. Um, that Raw roster looks pretty good, but again, they have three hours to fill. So God bless those guys because again, you have to fill that it's roster. It's all about the 2.0, baby. I'm all in on the 2.0. Vince McMahon has saved NXT again. I. I apologize for, 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 for ripping you, Vince. It's great. Like, I don't know. It's such a hot mess, but it's, like, I I actually make it a point to watch a decent amount of NXT every week now. Yeah, and then you guys should watch NXT, too. And you guys should keep it locked here every time, Saturday, every Saturday at 10 a.m. Eastern or wherever you get your podcast. We are out of here. Mr. Domingo, take us out, please. Have a great weekend, everyone. See you guys.